0: Welcome to Keeping It Real with Shana Recker, the podcast for entrepreneurial sisters like you looking for unfiltered and authentic advice on how to navigate your business through the craziness of life. My guests and I keep it super real here for you, sisters, zero fluff. So welcome to today's episode. So, today's iTunes review of the week is from Secret Melissa. And Melissa says, Another great message here. Thanks so much, Shana. You never disappoint, and everything you provide is always so valuable. XX. Thank you so much, Melissa, for this review. I really appreciate any of the iTunes reviews that come in. It just helps me know that I'm on track with delivering messages that are helpful for you in your business. So, thanks again, Melissa. Hey, Ange, how are you? I'm so excited to have you here today with us.
1: Yay. Oh, yay, I'm pumped, I'm pumped. Yeah, it's been funny. a while.
0: We were just saying how Ange and I both live in the same city. We do the same kind of you know business. We're very similar. We have a lot of common friends, but yet we've never... Chatted. We've never talked, which is so bizarre. (laughs) I know. I know. Let's go for lunch in real life soon. Yeah, we definitely (laughs) need to do that. And uh, but I'm glad that we were able to to put this together and this be our first real conversation around the amazing uh, profession of network marketing. And I know you've had some amazing success. And I can't wait to talk about that. We're going to talk about the good, bad, all of this stuff in between. But before we get started, let me just, um, share with the keeping it real listeners a little bit about you. So first of all, she's beautiful. Um, if you guys check her out on Instagram, whole fit, I'll put all the links to how you can find Ange uh, at the end of this, but she is a mom of two beautiful girls. She's also the founder of her own business called whole fit. It's a holistic health business and she's a business coach. She's the Canadian founder of her company, which is doTERRA oils. Um, she empowers women all around the world to own their purpose, which I love. going to dig into that a little bit. And she is going to, she wants to help people be a force through good, you know, and I just, I love all of that stuff to, to lead consciously, to live healthy, to love all that yummy, 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 yummy stuff. So I want to talk about all of that stuff with you today. Um, so welcome.
1: Yay. yay, Thank you. And I have to say, Shana, I'm really impressed with your podcast and the content you put out there. I was scrolling yesterday <laughs> and I didn't realize you've actually had this show for a couple years now, right? Mm-hmm. Which, and I love the name of it um I, I i hope we can hit a lot of that essence of keeping it real as we talk yes. today because um at the end of the day that is where the growth is right and that's yes. how you grow so yeah it's I'm in really the obstacles
0: and in the in the struggles and and that's why i created this was to just so people could see the real sides you know because sometimes people think they're alone in some of the things that they're struggling with and most of us have been in there some degree you know so yeah Thank you for that. And, um, yeah, so I would love to just dig into your story first. Like, so how did, how did network marketing find you? How did the whole founder thing start? Like what, what did that look like for you? Let's take us back there.
1: All right. So I guess I'll just go back quickly to when everything really changed for me was, um, back in 2009, Mm-hmm. Here in Canada, where we live, we we have the gift of one year of maternity leave, which I think should be an absolute minimum all over the world. Yes, um, and that was such a gift to me because at the time I had been working for Starbucks, so I was in the corporate operations management side. I had been working there for over ten years, mm-hmm. um, really building up success there to a point where I was earning close to an average of six figures a year. And, um, you know, I just felt so empty, right? Like, I I literally, I remember feeling like, well, I could do this for the rest of my life, yes. And I I remember feeling like, okay, what I've done is impressive. I was... Only mm-hmm. um, 26, 27 at the time when I started experiencing that success. and That's amazing. And um, But, I, you know, so on paper, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. Inside, my soul was like, die. Like, I just, yes. I, I always had this feeling of, I know I'm here for more. I, there's, I'm not giving my best to mm-hmm. what I'm here to do. So I had my first daughter, Chloe, uh, back in 2009. And it was, you know, after I got settled, I had had a pretty tragic kind of labor situation. <laughs> I actually um ended up having an emergency C section i almost died oh my but gosh it was I lost 80% of my blood. I, I haven't oh talked a lot about this online. Yeah. But yeah. I just had one of those real awakenings um a couple of months after we got settled as, you know, new mom and new babe. And yeah. And I remember feeling like I've I've got I've got to change gears. And I I remember thinking, you know, what would it look like? I remember asking myself, that, what would it look like for me to actually feel joy in life and contribute in a way I know I'm here to do? And so I I sat with a big notepad, uh, for a couple of months. And I just kept throwing things from my heart on paper. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I know my, my whole life I've always known I was meant to serve in health, in the holistic health world in some capacity mm-hmm. because of things we'd gone through as a family way back during my childhood. And, uh, just, you know, real quick there, I, my, my dad and my sister both died of cancer mm-hmm. when I was young. And so there was this impression on my heart that I um, I didn't leave those experiences feeling like oh woe is us, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, there's just no hope in this, mm-hmm. you know. I, I left those experiences going into my teen years and into my twenties, feeling like you know what is going on and how yeah. how can how can we solve this? Mm-hmm. Like I always had that drive. So anyway, long story short, I. I launched my brand WholeFit back in 2009, which at the time was me blogging. I was sharing my heart, sharing recipes, sharing mm-hmm. things I was learning. If you've ever done StrengthsFinder, mm-hmm. learner is my number three. Like I am a lifelong learner. I love to learn. I love to apply it and then I love to teach it. That's where mm-hmm. my heart is in everything. So mm-hmm. I, that's what I did for like a couple of years. I just started blogging and slowly I built an audience. And as yeah. we know, online will take a lifetime to yeah, builds like it. No, nothing happens crazy. overnight. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot crazy. of two AM nights, right? <laughs> like yeah. you're and you have to have a commitment to showing up and helping people without mm-hmm. anything coming back in return. That yes. is the online world. And mm-hmm. a lot of people think, Oh, well it's easy for you. Cause you had an online brand. Nah, that was years and years and years
0: of, uh, they don't see that, you know, it's like they didn't see all the stuff that led you to, you know, that place. Yeah.
1: And, and a lot of it is just throwing a lot out there and not knowing where it's going. Yeah. And I didn't know for years what it was all leading to. Um, and I, you know, I started to coach, I did a lot of education through those years, certifications in holistic health, and I have my my bachelor's in in health sciences from university. So, I mean, I've got a lot of the credentials, let's say, but what I was most concerned with was being an example of what I was teaching. And so I would be coaching people in person, and then I moved everything online and was doing a lot of health schools. And then um, network marketing, the industry, I I never had a real interest in because I didn't know anybody that had actually done it in a way that felt Mm – um, beautiful and graceful and authentic. authentic. right? So it wasn't like I was like, yeah. seeking out the industry at all. Yeah. Um, but it found me through uh, the company I'm with doTERRA. And somebody reached out to me uh, to offer me some product to experience uh, their essential oils, because I had been using essential oils for three or four years before mm-hmm. that talking about I, I really believe in in just the power of nature, right? Yes. Yeah. So it was a very organic kind of thing that happened. I, I used the product. I loved the um, the quality. I loved the the story behind the, the brand and, mm-hmm. and the, the movement it was created across the world. And I wanted to be a part of it. And one thing kind of led to another. And um, I... The thing for me, um, and I know one of the thing, the concepts we're going to talk about today is is just um, what it means at this level, I guess, or what it even means to hear, oh, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a founder yeah, or yeah. a certain rank. Um, it was not ever the goal. If yeah. I if I reverse engineer that, it was it, when I decide to do something, I give it my all, no yeah. matter what. And I think the the, the power in the decision and mm-hmm. what that means for each of us. I didn't. It wasn't like I was attached to this goal. It was like, this is what I believe in this. And I stand for this for people. And um, one thing led to another and, and, you know, and and to be a founder really means you are one of the people that decided to go first and to, to experience everything that comes with that good and bad.
0: Yes. Good and bad. <laughs> yeah. Cause I know, like, I know even in my company that I know some of the first people and some of the challenges that they had to overcome, you know, products taking six weeks to get here, you know, us catalogs and like just all of those things where people look at them and go, Oh, well, of course you're, you know, the number one, whatever, because you were first, you know, but it's like, yeah, but I had to go through all of this, you know, like, so yeah. can you, can you talk about some of those things? Like, what were what were some of the biggest struggles in being that in that kind of a place?
1: Well, when you think about being the first at anything, it requires uh, quite a bit of courage. Um, mm-hmm. So when I first started, I actually did not know a single person in Canada doing do, DoTerra. Yeah, yeah. You know, A single person. Um, so I went into it with this lens of what do I want to create that I wish existed? When mm-hmm. we think of community, when we think mm-hmm. of the tools that people need to really create an empowered life. Mm-hmm. Um that's what I was really had my eyes on, but there's a willingness involved. You have to be willing to go first and to get mm-hmm. dirty with it and create things that don't exist and not look at anything as a problem. Like yeah. there are no problems if you are a leader. Yeah. Everything is an opportunity everything's an opportunity to create or to fix. Yeah. Um So there was a lot of that. I mean, Mm -hmm. we had nothing, no, no materials, uh, literally everything we were ordering at that time came from the U S so we had the U S exchange issues in six weeks, shipping delays, all that stuff. So I had to paint a picture of what, um, So uh, uh, the benefit of all of
0: this, even though there were all these obstacles, right? What it was going to look like, which I wrote down when you were chatting there, um, vision, and it's about having the vision of not seeing where you are, right here now is seeing where you're going and understanding that that that's th- there's a process between where you are and where you're going and you, you there's no other way around it you have to go through it. And I think this is what trips up a lot of people right in network marketing because they see the vision, they see the people who have, you know, had success in their business and they they want to just go from signing up to there not knowing that there's a whole bunch of things that are going to happen between signing up and getting there that you have to go through. You Mm -hmm. have to learn, you have to grow, you have to fail, you have to try. And I always say like, I'd rather see you do something horribly than to not do anything at all, you know, because there's going to be a lesson in, in that thing. So it sounds like for you, like that's exactly, you know, you had to go through all the, the dirtiness of trying to figure it out, you know, to get that.
1: I, I have a lot to say on this topic. Uh, I think that it's naive and almost ignorant to think that you could have an overnight success. It's ignorant to think that the people who have come before you and all of the work Mm -hmm. they've put in. It's almost like saying they shouldn't have had to do that. that You you could have an overnight success. Um, The thing with this industry that is so incredible, it teaches us that, um, so our business is a mirror and I actually think we're going to get to the end of our life and realize that life, was a mirror of our soul. Yes. The whole thing was a
0: mirror. I love that. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> and so I'm learning that. I, I've learned that because of this business, because it is the only business model in the world where you are, your success is entirely up to you. It's not, it has nothing to do with who's above you or who's below right. you. Mm-hmm. It is constantly a reflection of the state you are living in. Mm-hmm. And so when people come into this thinking, oh, this looks easy. I'm going to yeah. just, you know, Finding put a few people online and everyone's going to love it. And I'm going to just like be a millionaire overnight. Yeah. First of all, that's not really what this is about. It's not, it is about you becoming free. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but it's not about, you know, making a million bucks and going to retire in the beach because this is about your purpose here. Yeah. Yes. Um, this is where you get to become your best self, mm-hmm. this, this business model. So, um, the people that come into this thinking, oh, I'm going to just do this overnight, they're they're meant to get cleansed out quickly. Yes, yes. There's a cleansing period that happens to determine who's really here for the right reasons and who's not.
0: Yes, and what happens is, is what I see and what I believe is that if you do have that overnight, like quote unquote overnight success, let's say things happen quickly for you and all of a sudden you're making, you know, five, six figures, maybe a month and you're not mentally prepared to handle that kind of success and income, it'll go as fast as it came in. Like you, I think the obstacles and things that we go through in this business, the ups, the downs help prepare you for living in that space of, that abundance that comes, that can be part of, you know, uh, your network marketing business, because I know for me, like I went from zero to, to making a significant income in a short period of time. And I didn't know how to handle that. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have the skills quite yet to figure out what that meant or what that looked like or what I should do with it. So if you do run too fast, you know, if you don't allow yourself to have some, some failures and, and stumble, you can end up, you know, as fast as it came in, it can go, <laughs> you know, if you no. don't do the right things and learn, learn how to be a leader, right. Learn yeah. how to, how to do all of these things. I love, love, love that.
1: Yeah. Um, you hit the nail on the head. Absolutely. It's like when people win the lottery, how yes. quickly is that million just gone? Right. Yeah. Um, I I was thinking about that recently. I, I did this post and I just said, you know, can you be trusted with more?
0: Yes. Oh my God. That's more,
1: so more income, more followers, more responsibility. Yes. Leadership is a responsibility. And I see a lot of people kind of force their way mm-hmm. to these levels within the business and they weren't spiritually ready
0: for mm-hmm. it. Yes, it that's apart, huge. Right? It's huge. And, and and you bring up another great point is the whole levels thing. It's like people get so caught up in trying to hit a certain rank, a certain level, have that certain title and it becomes about that. And it doesn't become about the people, you know, you lose sight of the people like, and, and I'll, and I'll say, and this was something I wrote down in my notes that I wanted to chat about is like, when we come into this business, you know, kind of getting back around to the purpose, we come into this for selfish reasons. A lot of us, like, you know, we definitely, it's the money we need or the time freedom we want We we home kids. And that's okay. I think yeah, that let's be I real. Already- have some self- selfish pieces. I love buying shoes. I love clothes. You know, definitely a piece of that to why I do what I do. But, and that's, and in the beginning, that's what we see. And as you grow, and I think there's a time when you shift from this being about your own personal needs and wants to seeing a bigger purpose. And it's in that transition of it being all about you to being less about you, but more about serving and helping other people is where the real fulfillment and success. Happens? Would you agree? A hundred percent, hundred percent. And
1: the thing I do want to acknowledge is, it's okay to begin something with for selfish reasons. Absolutely, that, that's not something you feel guilty of because this is what trips women up. They think, mm-hmm. oh, and this is the whole core of the self-care issue um, is we think it's about putting other people's needs ahead of ours. But we can never ever serve at the highest level if we're doing that. So you have to actually begin for selfish reasons mm-hmm. and uh it's not selfish to want to create a different life for yourself and your family absolutely uh, that's where your best will be given we all yeah. benefit because you're making that decision so yeah,
0: yeah. and money helps us help others right? Like yeah, you can't be yeah. selfish about wanting more money because if I have more money in my life, you, the things that I want to do that aren't about me, but that are about serving other people, like I can't wait for that time, right? So it's not always, yes, I, there are things that we want personally, but it's bigger than that, you know? And I think it's when you can shift that mindset. And like you said, it, it, it's okay to be selfish for the first, you know, while in your business to try and figure it out. And, you know, you almost need that selfishness to, get into the business, right? Because if you don't have that selfish piece, then, you know, sometimes you kind of wake up and go, oh, this is too hard, right? The selfish piece, I think sometimes is what motivates you to kind of take action when you don't feel like it. Um, but when you absolutely think that, that, right? even biological level, why do you think we get hunger pains? Yes. Because if the
1: body didn't say, Hey, hello, take care of me. Yeah. You would just keep burning out and feeding everyone else before yourself where your body is actually teaching you about this principle. Yeah, you, you know, you can only Give so much before you tap out. And yeah. so, if you approach it from a different place, where, you know, it, it, moms, if you got up in the morning and actually had 20 minutes to eat for yourself before your kids got up, or whatever that is, whether it's yeah. journaling or have a little workout or whatever what happens when the kids get up? You're you're a totally different mom because you gave to yourself. So it's, yeah. the principle exists everywhere.
0: It's the, ox- I call it the oxygen mask theory. You know, it's like, you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on, on the other ones, right? So you've got yeah, to take right. care of yourself first or they're going to suffer dearly. My kids suffer dearly if mama hasn't had coffee in the morning before they talk Absolutely. to me, right? Yeah. So it's all about that. Right? <laughs> and I love the whole piece of self-care because, you know, in this business, and I'm so guilty of this, it's even today, I get so caught up in the doing, the doing, the doing, the doing. I got to do this. I got to fix that. I got to go on. We, You and I both just built new websites. So we're like, you know, that whole yes. process was like, I just, I wanted to keep going and keep doing it. But oh my gosh, it never ends. It I, doesn't, i, I, end
1: I still... Can I just like ask, I, yeah. I was, I was honestly running on like five hours sleep Brilliant. straight every day for like two
0: weeks, but, and, and, and let's just give a shout out to go live HQ because oh, that's where we yeah. bought our templates from. And they were amazing at laying it all out and allowing us to be able to figure out how to do it without literally going insane. Cause so it, it was so good, but yes, it was so, ex- and that's the thing, right? Like we're not excited because of those websites for us. We're excited because other people get to experience, you know, what yeah. we have to offer through that platform. So it's yeah. a, it's an excitement of building and being able to show people, you know, this is how we help and serve kind of thing. So yeah. total side point. But in that, you know, the self-care piece, it's like knowing when to, Slow it down and take the time because, in network marketing, especially when you get in and the momentum kicks in. You know, I'm never going to say it's always going to be balanced and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. But there's definitely going to be times where you are running and you aren't, Mm -hmm. you know, you're like, I remember days when I was doing presentations and I'd come in and drop my stuff at the door I'd be late, I'd go to bed, you know, enter in the stuff, go out the next night. And it was just like a constant, but you can't run on that forever. Like you have to recognize the times to like shut it down and slow down. So I'd love to hear your your talk on that because I know you. Yeah,
1: let's talk about that because the thing is at the beginning of anything, and then periodically throughout it, there are there are seasons that invite us to put the pedal down. Mm-hmm. There are there are times where you're going to need a lot more grit, and there are times where you're going to need to take a lot more backs. Like there, <laughs> I just and I think that's the beautiful part of it. If you mm-hmm. control it, that's it's like social media. It can totally consume your life if you let it, mm-hmm. or it can be a tool that you use for good where you run it right. Yes. Um. So with our. With our time in the beginning, the problem is most people don't know what that extra 3% of what they give looks like. They, yeah. they tap out too soon
0: mm-hmm.
1: or they have unrealistic expectations of what should happen within a certain amount of time. So I think this is the big issue is a lot of people within this industry aren't used to owning their time. Mm -hmm. They've been, um, they've worked really hard for other people Mm -hmm. in their life, but they've never learned what it looked like to work really hard for themselves. Mm -hmm. So we have to run that just, and I think that mothers specifically do really well in this industry because they're very used to working in small windows of time with effectiveness and then on to the next thing. Yes. Like the, the nap time hustle idea is a very real thing because I built on
0: maternity leaves. So totally. I
1: <laughs> totally. She and I used to go to the good life down the road and, um, I, I, we moved here when my youngest Emerson, when she was a, like one week old, we moved yeah. from uh, the Niagara area. So this yeah. was six years ago. We moved yeah. to London and we got a membership of Good Life right away, not for the workouts, but so that I could get two hours of free childcare. Care. <laughs> and I would go and I would like row or do weights for like 20 minutes. And then I would come in the change room and build my business for an hour and a half on a laptop. And That's there was like amazing. naked women, you know, walking all around. I <laughs> like, behind a curtain with a laptop. <laughs> but but
0: like, see, like that's the dirty work, right? Like that's the, you made the decision. This is happening no matter what. And you fit it in where you had to fit it in. Like, yeah, it's so yeah. true. I used to type messages, breastfeeding, like with one finger and yeah. like long messages and it would take me forever. And I would be like, what am I doing? But you know what? I didn't care. I was doing it because I made the decision that I was doing this and I was going to figure it out. And I think you're right. Moms yeah. just seem to have, there's a patience level. There's a mul- like not that multitasking I don't. I definitely don't recommend it. But there is a we we can manage that a little bit better. You know, we can fit those things in in those small windows, and that's what builds us the, the time freedom that we so want in this yeah. business. Yeah. Um. You talked about seasons, and I love that. Um. I use that word that the seasons analogy. I use it in in the sense that there are seasons in your business where your business is going to be great. You're going to have people coming in, momentum is going, you know, your paychecks are great. Things are good, but then there's going to be the seasons that, you know, it seems like everybody's quitting your numbers have started to go down. Um, you know, people aren't responding, you know, there's those seasons in your business. And I always say, you know, spring always follows winter, which is why, you know, I, one of the reasons I built this podcast and built this, this business was because I was seeing people quit too soon. They were in a season that wasn't serving them and they felt like it was too hard and they stopped. And it's like, but spring is coming. Like it's, it's coming. You just have to keep pushing. So, uh, you know, how many, what are your, what are the seasons been like in your business and what are, some of maybe the more tougher seasons that you've had to go through and how did you, you know, maneuver through some of that?
1: Yeah, it's a really good question because I think that again, it's a mirror of where we are in our life. So Mm -hmm. I think the times that felt the heaviest were when I was not living in alignment and Mm -hmm. not, um, not owning my time the way I should be. Mm -hmm. And and there's also times where my expectations of what was supposed to happen Mm -hmm. was unrealistic given what I was putting in. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple of concepts there, but I really do think that everything's happening for us always. So when people think that they're experiencing a hard season or a letdown season, Mm -hmm. um, it's actually in place for them to Mm -hmm. recoup and re and heal Mm -hmm. and go to the next level. Cause we all, we like a slingshot, right? Like we all need that time where we take a step back and then we launch forward. So um, nature teaches us, that as well. Like you said, you know, the actual seasons of nature show mm-hmm. us that, um, there has to be a winter yes, in order for everything to spring forward and be beautiful it's and awesome. awesome. Again. So, I yeah. I, I just, if we remember that it's always happening for us, then nothing's bad and mm-hmm. nothing's a fail and everything, um, are, you know, that spring is coming, like you said. So when people quit on themselves during winter, yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. Because I mean,
0: they, they stop in the crap and it's like, don't stop there. Like if you're going to stop, like don't, don't get stuck there. Like mo- keep moving. At yeah. Least. Yeah. Like what if we did that when we were in labor? Yeah, <laughs> going to leave that baby in. Like yeah, what's no. the plan here? Experience that for the rest of our lives. No <laughs> yeah. No, no, I love that. And it's funny because I noticed that I wear this arrow necklace and it's for that reason is because the arrow needs to be pulled back in order to be, you know, projected forward. And I know in my own business, we've gone through, you know, some, some winter and, and it's, and I, and I love what you said. It actually made me a little bit emotional about, you know, the winter is there to help you, you know reclaim and, 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 and get rest and like, you know, re-energize yourself so that when the, you know, the arrow gets let go, spring comes up, you're ready and you're prepared for it because you can't, even in business, like businesses can't just keep going on this up, 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 up up place because eventually like there's cycles and it's, you can't sustain that forever. So knowing that there are going to be cycles in your business and just learn from it. I love, love that. And sometimes you just need to sit in the, the crap for a minute and and reflect on it and go, okay, what am I supposed to learn here? And that's, I know for us, um, in my family, in the season that we've been through the lessons that we learned, I look back and go, I, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change anything because I wouldn't have learned that if we didn't go through this. Right. And it takes a lot to get to that place. Sometimes when you're in it, it's hard to see that. But if you can just re- like, just take that time know, journal about it, do those things. Um, sometimes those answers, they're just sitting there. You just haven't you know seen them yet. You just haven't looked at them yet. So mm-hmm. I love, love that. So what, um, like what, let's talk about, uh, you know, one of my big things that I love is mindset. Uh, I truly believe that, success in any business, but specifically network marketing, there's a, there's a mindset that you really, you need to work on your mindset. Like this is, this, this business is not always easy. You have to deal with a lot of rejection, a lot of no's, a lot of, you know, ups and downs. So what, what, what are your thoughts on mindset and how do you work on mindset and what are some of the things that you do? Cause I know you've, you've been, you know, you've built an amazing business. You said you have over a hundred thousand know, customers within your organization all over the world. And so, you know, there's, there's definitely, <laughs> it doesn't just happen just cause, you know, so let's talk a little bit about some of that. I'd love to hear your, your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah. Two things I was thinking, as you said that, um, the first is we need to understand that how people respond to what we're doing is a reflection of them and not of us. Mm. So I think the most common thing that comes up when it comes to, when we think of mindset challenges is rejection mm-hmm. or judgment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, you know, I want to share something. There was a, there was a, cause I'm pretty out there. Um, when people think of the work that, that I do, and all the people involved, I'm typically a go-to person or a, a target at times, right? So, yes. Yep. Um, there was a, a sweet girl that wasn't so sweet to me uh, a, a month yep. ago in, in, in a comment below a thread of me talking about a specific oil at the time. And she said, quote unquote, it's people like you <laughs> that turn me off. And... And so I, I sat with it for a minute. I and I, you know, the me of a couple of years ago would have been very defensive and triggered and upset. Mm-hmm. By this, Right? Like, what does she mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: so I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, yeah, people like me. Yeah. So I sat with it for a moment, and then I decided to private message her, and I said, "Hi, I saw your comment. How can I help?" Mm-hmm. And you know, she kind of came in with this strong energy again. You know, it's just, it's people like you that really turn me off. Like, like you've sold your soul for um, X, Y, Z, because it's all you ever talk about. And I said, I said to her, well, to be honest, um, I think if you spend a little more time with my content, you'll realize that um, this is my, my life purpose is to, learn and to apply and to teach and everything I share, I live and I love my life. And so I want to share that with other people who want to love their life too. And, um, and I said to her, are you feeling judged right now in in an area? Is that why you're judging me? Mm. and it she literally just her energy shifted so fast and she said well yes actually I've been trying to start something new and I I'm worried what my friends are going to think and mm. that, that, that. I said okay I want to help you unpack that a little bit and I recommended some books to her yeah. on judgment um and I just said you know and by, basically by the end of it she said how did you know that that's what I needed to hear and I said well I've been where you are where I worry that everyone's judging me and I knew that was the place you were coming from. And that um, that's why you were reaching out to me through some strong words. You yes. know? And she said, wow, you really know how to kill people with kindness. And she said, I'm actually crying right now. Oh. I, my kids are just waking up, but I want to write you later. And, and I thought, wow, this is a mother mm-hmm. with kids who had I not responded in love. Um, I don't know where that would have gone. Yeah. I'm you in know? the yeah. ripple effect of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so it just really taught me that, you know, everything that we fear is going to happen to us, <clears throat> even if it does, it's, it's not a reflection of us. It's a reflection of the person yes. doing that, right? And so how can we, through that, be uh, have an impact on that person? Um, and the second thing I wanted to share when it comes to mindset is that it's really important that we design our day in such a way that it, it gives us the best chance of a approaching things with the right mindset, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, not waking up in the morning and right away browsing Facebook and seeing yes. what everyone else is up to in their glorious life that we're not. And then you feel or, bad.
0: Totally, of course, All
1: of us would, yeah. right. Yeah. Part our day that way. Um, or maybe it's at night, you know, watching too many hours of reality TV or news or whatever, and filling our mind with this, toxic crap i mean it is everywhere we live in a world that loves drama and negativity it it, that's what feeds the machine so um you have to be mindful of that and all of that plays a role so you have to construct your day in such a whether that's listening to free podcasts like this Mm -hmm. i mean can you imagine i can't even believe how much free content is out there today so much It's crazy.
0: So much. Yeah. And it's, and it's, so it's amazing. So we need to take advantage of that. And, and, and a couple of things that you said there, you know, when I, you know, the negativity piece of it, like we vibrate on an energetic level. So if you're waking up feeling already anxious and negative and you're, you're starting, you're, you know, you're going out there and working your business Well, you're coming at your business with this negative Anxiety-ridden energy, and guess what you get back? What you put out, you get back times ten. So now you're going to get more of those negative comments. You're going to have the person saying no. You're going to. It's it 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 is a ripple effect. So it totally is. I love that you said that. You end up attracting a team of
1: people with that, of that state oh. too, right? Like how many, how many people do we know that seem to be doing all the right things on paper, but nothing's growing. It's because they're living in that energetic state and they're attracting all these people like that. And then Absolutely. it doesn't go anywhere. Right?
0: No. And, and I've noticed since changing, cause I've, I've done a lot of mindset work in the last while. And, and I know that that's what I, that's what shifted my business was when I started, you know, working my business between my ears, mostly like thinking about how I I change my money mindset and the energetic states and law of attraction and just being positive and all of those things. And, um, and, and the positivity piece, it's like, I wake up now and I, the minute I wake up, the first thing I think about is thank you for allowing me to wake up first of all, like if we're not grateful for that, like we need to just like own that and be like, I have another day to try again. I have another day to make an impact. I have another day to kiss my kids. You know, I have another day to be alive. Right. And so waking up in that place and then just thinking, thinking, you know, for my kids being healthy and all that good stuff. And I start the day in that that place of gratitude, which is gratitude, is like a whole topic on its on its own. But oh my gosh, it is the key <laughs> to everything, isn't it? <laughs> right, everything. everything is so so the key, and it's like you know, it's people go through their businesses and they're like, oh, so and so did this or whatever, and I'm like, but they're not looking at the fact that they have a team of people, even like some people are out there by themselves trying to figure out this business, and you're focusing on the one person that's quit, and you've got ten other people here. Like, let's be grateful for what's happening in your business. So. Um, so much great stuff there. I love that. I love that. Um, you mentioned about books. Um, I was going to ask you today, what are some of your favorite books that have helped you in your journey? Like top three. Oh boy. Um, I know so many, but. (laughs) So
1: I'm an audible girl. I don't, I don't read a lot of books. My, my, my little bookshelf behind me is deceiving. It, Audible's um, the, the best thing. Audible's ever. the way to I'm get i an
0: affiliate, yeah. and, but I'm telling you right now, <laughs> you need to get it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So probably the top ones that come to mind... Okay. The first book I want to share that I read back in 2008 or yeah. 2009 was Crush It by oh my Gary E.
0: Just finished that one. Did you? I just finished the new version of it. Just, just finished it.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. It just like... I don't know. I remember... I'm going for, I was running to it. I would, I love to listen while I move my body. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was listening to it. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do this. And it just, it really helped propel me to launch my brand. So that was the first one. I love it. And I love his stuff. I really, yeah. I really resonate with his, uh, how he just keep, keeps it real yeah. and just, you know, encourages people to take ownership and yeah. don't ever dip into a space of entitlement and expectation. No. Or ego. So that's Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Stay humble for sure. Like surviving success is a real issue, mm-hmm. right? Um, I see a lot of people at the highest levels who stop being grateful and start to get into the space of thinking they're a real hot dog. Right. <laughs> yep. So, okay. That's one uh, big magic. I mm-hmm. love the concept, um, by Liz Gilbert that when inspiration visits you, and everybody is creative. Mm-hmm. Like I think that a lot of people think, Oh, I could never do that. I'm not this and yeah. not true. Every, everybody has an idea that they're meant to bring forward um, because of your own personal life experiences, your journey, your life school. There's something you're here to teach. And yes. when that idea visits you, you better drop everything and honor it or it's going to go on to the next person that might not do it as well as you. But, uh, I love that concept. Um, I want to do one more. Cause I love doing things in create,
0: yeah. um, hmm. even a podcast or a book, whatever.
1: Essentialism. Okay. Essentialism for sure. Because, um, again, coming back to keeping, like Stephen Covey says, the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. Yep. If you cannot prioritize what's important in your life, it won't matter what level of success or wealth you create it won't matter. You'll be living like a poor person in every way. Yeah. So you, you need to get your priorities straight. Uh, for example, uh, one of my priorities is not to travel and see the world. I love being home and I, I'm obsessed with my kids. I love creating life with them. So I do not want to be on a plane three times a month hopping all over the world yeah. to support teams, just not doing it. And I'm very upfront with people about that. If they want to join me, I won't be traveling to you to, yeah. to build you. Yeah. Um, so be okay with that. Cause that's just yeah. not a priority for me. Yeah. Um, but a real priority for me is you know, living joy. I don't tell the story of of problems and sorrow and victimhood online. There's enough people doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know how to regulate myself to come back into a state of of well being. Mm-hmm. So that's what I create and mm-hmm. put into the world. It's what I choose to. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that because that's a priority for me, my days are very by design. Yeah. So essentialism, um,
0: it's a great book for that. I I need that one. And that's the thing about boundaries because that's the other thing in this business is that there's, you know, I get team members who are sending me Facebook messages at 1130 at night. And the minute you answer that Facebook message, you've now taught them that it's okay to message and ask questions at that hour of the night. Mm -hmm. And you have to create those boundaries in the beginning or else they will, it will take over and you'll be doing, like you say, the work and doing the calls and traveling and doing all these things when, technology today. I mean, thankful that we have the technology that we have, that you don't necessarily have to do that stuff anymore. You know, you can be in a, you know, launching somebody at home while they're in another city in another town. So thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Um, and having that, um, that schedule and, and prioritizing your time. Um, there was something else. Oh, big magic. When you said that, I was thinking about you, you, you don't get the thoughts, the ideas, unless you're capable of executing them. Right. And this whole business that I have here and this podcast and all of the things was an idea I got two years ago. And I didn't, I didn't jump on it quite then. Cause I, here's the things I didn't feel that I was, uh, at a position in my business that I could put myself out there in that way. And it was such bullshit. Like I look back at that time and go, why was I waiting? You know, why did I wait two years to make this, this become a reality? Cause after reading Gary V's book, crushing it, I feel like I've lost two years, you know, like that's two years of time that I could have been, you know, out there supporting people. But if you get those thoughts, those things, and you've been given the, you know, this gift of the profession of network marketing, it's because you are able to handle it, but now you got to do the work. You know, it doesn't just come to you and then just falls into your lap and everything's perfect. You now got to do the work, right? So,
1: Mm -hmm. oh yeah, I love that. You are the one to bring it. And often when we get an idea or a concept, if we don't, we need to, what I mean by honor it is, is you need to carve out some time to let it teach you how it wants to come into the world. Mm. So what is the look and feel? What is the font? What mm-hmm. is the time frame? How is it packaged? Who is it for? Mm-hmm. The branding of it, all of those ideas will come if you sit and create some space for it to come. Like, yes. don't just like look around you and think, well, this is how, like, let's say podcast, for example. People write me all the time and say, hey, you know, I love your podcast. Do you think I should start one? I'm like, well, yes, yesterday. Like, yeah. It, of course, like this is where people want to know you and build trust with you for sure. So this is a great way to do that. Um, but then they're, they look at everyone doing podcasts and they either think, oh, I couldn't do that. So I'm not even going to try or yeah. they copy what someone else does and the exact colors and the feel of the format mm-hmm. and it falls flat because that wasn't how the idea wanted to become birthed.
0: Yes. I love that. I love that. And it will change. Like, I know for me, it's changed a little bit. Like I'm listening to the messaging coming in that I, it needs to shift. It's like what I started with wasn't exactly the way that it, it needed to come through. And I recognize that and have made some shifts, but um, no, I love that. And I love the, you know, the sitting, the time with it. And, and as network marketers, sometimes I think we can get caught up into being our companies and you know i always preach that that you're not your company your company is something that you it's an extension of what you do mm-hmm. you know we're entrepreneurs at heart and then this is part of what you do so when you're thinking of the podcast or you're thinking of the personal brand it's not it's about you and then something that you love and you're passionate about is your company. It's an extension of that. So making sure that you're not out there, you know, being your company. Would you agree with that? hundred percent. Branding? like
1: Because the people that are successful at anything they're doing would be successful all over again tomorrow if that company went away. Wasn't there. Yeah. Um, it's just that... It's like success goes on steroids if you're working with something you actually believe in. Mm-hmm. So the the alignment of what you do, what the, like the what, mm-hmm. it does matter. Mm-hmm. I, I do know a lot of people who are involved in things and you can tell they don't live and breathe it. Like it's actually not...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, really made a difference in their life, and this is, I think, what gives the industry a really bad reputation. Is we all know people who, it's like every other month, they're involved in something else, and it's yes. like, ugh, like,
0: yeah.
1: or or somebody's all of the sudden so passionate about health and wellness, and yesterday you were at McDonald's with them. Yeah, it's you're like, eating. okay, let's <laughs> let's stop that. If you're going to get involved in something it better be something that you t- believe it into your core. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't, it's not going to last, it, you know? So, yeah. It, and I think, you know, that's the, the tricky thing is now, now I, I, I maybe build a little differently than some people do in this industry. It's very clear what I do. Um, mm-hmm. I do make that very clear that I work with this product and yeah. I show people all day long. This is how I use it. Cause I, that's important to me that I'm, teaching people like, this is a life for me, you know, yeah. this is not just another product that I'm yeah. pitching. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, yeah, I, I, maybe I'm like, maybe like 80% agree with that. Like, yeah. I, I think it's well, like,
0: yes. yeah, And I, and I, and just a couple things that, you know, you brought up was one um, the alignment and the passion around the product, because if you are not feeling, and let's just like d- dissect alignment for a second for people who maybe are like alignment, what does that mean? Uh, for me alignment is when you feel joy happiness you're vibrating on a positive plane kind of thing when you are working in thinking about doing whatever it is that you're doing to me that's alignment you feel good basically and if you're representing something a product or whatever and it's and it's the product is you it's not you're not feeling that love or that passion or that happiness or that, you know, like you're not even using the product. Like there's things like that's something that is not in alignment with you. And like you say, the success is most likely not going to be generated because it's not something you're passionate about. And I will say, if you're not, it's okay to stop and find the product, the company that you are, because there's a lot of negativity that goes around this industry with people who switch companies. And it mm-hmm. drives me crazy because there are right. people who think that something's for them and they realize it's not, and they need to find the other thing. And I want to abolish or whatever the word is, get rid of um, that whole, you know, unfollow that girl, she switched companies and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Because it's, right. it's not necessary. People are allowed to change and that me on my soapbox, but it drives me crazy when, when that kind of behavior happens in this industry, because it gives us a bad name. And I don't, yeah. I don't like that. I'm
1: so glad you said that. You're absolutely right. Um, because sometimes things are stepping stones, right? Yes. Other things. And I think the goal is that we're always moving towards the highest expression of who we are. Mm-hmm. So, we have to know when it's time to change and the people that are meant to be in our life for more than a season, they, they, they they're with us the whole time. Right. So,
0: And people are going to come and go and it's okay because we're just as willing to accept somebody from another company onto our team, you know, as much as, you know, if somebody wants to leave, that's, it's got to go both ways. So I I love that. So passion has to be a part of it, I believe fully for success. And if you're not feeling that here's your permission to go figure out what it is that does give you that alignment and figure out who that is or what that is and, and make that shift. Right. So. I love that. Okay. I have taken a ton of your time and I, it's been amazing. I, this has been such an amazing chat. Um, last thing is I just, I always ask, you know, what, if you had to give, you know, three tips to the audience to, to help them get from where they are to where they want to be, you know, what would you, what would be your top three tips, um, to help them with that?
1: Uh, okay. Um, number one, get quiet with it. Mm. your, the reason you do anything needs to be very clear in your heart and in your mind. So, um, you know, get quiet with it and sit and think, what am I really wanting to create? Cause you, we live in the best time ever mm. to create a life that we love. And so, I mean, we are so privileged when people talk about, Oh, this is hard. And mm. woe is me. I'm like, shake your head. We have never lived in a better time to create and mm-hmm. to really own our life. And mm-hmm. So get quiet with it. Number two, stop looking around. Mm -hmm. Stop stop looking at what other people are doing. Stay in your own lane, sister. Absolutely. (laughs) Like you, you are not here to create in the same way someone else did. And every, you know, there is something powerful you're here to do. Mm -hmm. Don't rip it off by copying what someone else did. Mm -hmm. Honor what you know you're here to do. Sit with it. Think about your life and what matters to you. What do you want to create? That
0: you wish did exist mm-hmm. and get out there and create it, you know? And can I add to that yeah. quickly and applaud the people who are having the success that you're seeing? Like, if you see somebody who's doing something amazing. Feel grateful and 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 love towards that, and be happy that they're finding the success. And then you go out and do it your way. But you know what I mean? Like, don't feel like, oh, she's doing it, and I just so want to be there, and it's just not working for me. Like, you gotta you gotta change that vibe and have um, oh, yes, you know, be thankful that there are people out there who are leading the way and
1: leading the way and modeling yeah. what's yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. Like that, we all need inspiration. Yeah, like daily, it's like making your bed. So when you find those people who have been successful, and there's something in their Journey that feels familiar to you, like you, you love the way they do things, and and you, they're teaching you it's possible. Then study them. Yeah. Don't 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 uh, dip into like jealousy yeah. is one like of the lowest yes. vibration you could ever be in. So look at them and be inspired. And I don't know who to quote for saying this, but there's a saying mm-hmm. success leaves clues. Yes. So look at what they've done and, and think of, okay, what
0: did they need to do to create that? And what, you know um, what characteristics, what kind of, you know, person like, not that you want to change yourself, but what kind of traits do they have? Like, you know, a lot of times it's their, are persistent, you know, they just kept going. They just kept trying, you know, and they got themselves to that place through wading through the crap, you know, so honor that about them. And, and, you know, emulate, but be yourself. And, mm-hmm. and I'll be first to say, like, I, we've all done it. Like, you know, I'm not, a, I, I'm somebody who's felt jealous about somebody and I'm somebody who's looked at somebody and went like, Oh, I wish I was, you know, so don't, don't sit here and think that, you know, you know, I'm, you know, we're perfect kind of thing or that that's, you know, you, you just be mindful of it and try not to be in that place. And if you do find yourself there, you have the choice to change. You have the choice. Wait, to make another. Decision. You
1: know what? You're right. And I think, I think that it, it, in that moment, when we see somebody and we feel those kind of envious feelings, yes, um, it only is jealousy and envy if you decide to not take action on what you're feeling. Yes, if you decide to just sit there and watch from afar and and start to feel negative energy towards what someone's doing, it turns into inspiration if you actually get into action in your own life because of what you're seeing them do. Love that. So, like, yes, of course, we all see people that like. We're like, wow! How did they do that? Yeah. Or like, but if in that moment we can make a plan of, okay, here's what I'm gonna do because of how I've seen the, them inspire me through their example. Like everything changes. Then it's all about your action. So um, it's yeah, we all deal with it. I, I think it, it, you know that leads me to my last point. Um, own your life, like for Pete's sake, like don't be looking around so much and, and letting other people create the agenda for you. And probably what I'm most known for today um, is inspiring women to live boldly and say no to things that don't light them up. Like I truly model this in every way. I don't answer my phone when someone calls. I have an auto responder on my email that lets people know it'll be about a week before you hear back to me from me. I don't make myself very available uh, because my day is by design. So, because I, I live from that place i don 't care what people think, um, because I can only do my best work when that is happening. Mm-hmm. so if people want my best they 're going to have to wait for me to get back to them if, mm-hmm. like, and so,
0: I love those boundaries that is yeah, very you, good
1: hundred we, percent we need them, and um, it starts small I, I certainly have not been this way. For yeah. more than about three years, <laughs> yeah. yeah, much of my life, I was apologizing for things I should never have apologized for.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but that's so- how you learn, right? Because you can you can reflect on some of that time, and that's why we say that, like we said at the beginning, the obstacles and the the stuff, the things that seem, you know, like when life's out of, when life's chaotic you can look back on that time and go, okay, you know, how can I adjust or shift or change so that that doesn't happen again? You know, cause you don't want to go through that again. Right. So oh,
1: yes. Frustration yeah. can be the most motivating feeling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Totally. I love that. I love that. This has been so amazing. Like I can't, I feel like we should, we should have been friends six years ago when you first moved to London. I know. <laughs> like, it's just so, we have so much stuff that yeah. I just love it. I love it. So I just want to thank you so much for your time and, and all your wisdom. And and I know my audience is is going to love this. So, um, and this has just been wonderful. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: No, thank you. And thank you for creating, um, the platform for these conversations to happen. And I super appreciate being on with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And
0: this has been so amazing. So I know my listeners will want to find you. So where can we find you online? Tell us all your spaces and places.
1: Yeah. I'm in all the important places, I guess. So home base would be my website, wholefit.com. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Facebook live under the same names. And I also have a podcast called whole fit talks.
0: I love it. I was listening to it this morning, actually. So I love it. Thank you again so much for being here. I can't wait to send everybody over to you. And, uh, thank you so, so much again. This was so much fun. This episode of keeping it real with Shana record was brought to you by my new 100% free online course, six steps to goal crushing. If you've got goals, girlfriend, you'll love this six steps to goal crushing outlines the top six strategies that I know for a fact help me achieve my biggest business goals. Crush your goals with this freebie. Grab your copy at www.shanarecord.com. Love this episode of Keeping It Real? Head over to iTunes to subscribe and I would be super grateful if you could leave me a review on what you love the most. The feedback helps me help you and I truly appreciate all your reviews and feature them on my upcoming podcast. That's it for now, girlfriends. Until next time, keep on keeping on.